my friends, to the MailRite Real Estate Agent Podcast Show. We have an awesome guest today for episode 124. Her name is Stacy Randall. She's with Growth by Referral, and I want to introduce her right now. Stacy, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, thank you, Thomas, for having me. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to come and share the message of how to generate referrals without asking, without having to do that uncomfortable ask with anyone and everyone. So I'm excited to be on your show today and share kind of my knowledge and what I've learned through my journey from one business failure to a successful business built by referrals that I never asked for, uh, triple digit referrals every year for at least the last four years or more now. So I'm excited to share that um, with everyone and with you guys. All right. Well, and I'm anxious to dive into it because I have uh, a working by referral business for the last uh, 18 years in real estate. So um, you and I share some philosophies and then we differ on some, but luckily you've got an open-minded show host here and I'm always anxious to learn. So, well, and I'm always willing to tell people that they're wrong. Thank so. you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you and my wife went to the same school business, didn't you? <laughs> well, it's, it's actually, we get that when we become wives. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're good husbands, we take it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, Jonathan, um, before we dive into these questions I have, uh, how about you introduce yourself and tell everyone about yourself? Oh, well, hi there, folks. Um, I'm the founder of MailRite. We're a marketing software platform that helps you get quality leads for your real estate business, mostly also using a great platform that you might have heard of before called Facebook. Back oh, really? to you. <laughs> yes, no, you never heard of it, did you, Thomas? <laughs> All right. Well, and I'm Thomas J. Nelson. I am a residential realtor here in beautiful San Diego, California, where I'm never too busy to serve you and your referrals. And uh, you can find me on my website that's conveniently called thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. All right, Stacy, let's dive into this. So first of all, I want to let people know that um, you have a fantastic, uh, very resourceful website called growthbyreferrals.com. A lot of great information on your blog, which conveniently is attached to your website. (laughs) And uh, and for those that want to uh, actually go on Facebook, as Jonathan just mentioned, you have your own Facebook page. Uh, So a lot of of good resources online before you ever – uh, sign up for anything and a lot of good free stuff. I've, I've actually gotten a few resources from your website for free. Um, good. Yeah. So I love it. Um, let's, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you um, probably uh, an obvious answer question, but I'm still going to ask it because I believe there's a lot of people that still haven't caught on to the working by referral method. Uh, what is, in your opinion, the number one benefit to working by referral? So, I think there's two main benefits and one I would say is more intrinsic and one is probably more extrinsic. And from that perspective, what I mean is, is I think one of the best benefits to you as a human to working by referral and to knowing that your business is generated by referral is it's actually like a vote of confidence in your business. And there's really nothing better than to waking up every day and being like, Oh yes, people find what I do valuable and it means something to them. And it means enough to them that they want to share it with other people. And I think that is that like human drive need for why referrals are so great, but there's also, and and I think you could say that's a business reason too, but I really think that's the personal reason why, 
referrals are the best. It's just a constant daily reminder that you are awesome (laughs) and we could all use that. (laughs) And, and then I think the other reason is, is that referrals are just easier to work with. They're easier to close. They're quicker to close. Mm -hmm. They're less price sensitive. And so, and they're, they're ready to buy if they're set up for you correctly and they are a true referral and they're not what people refer to as word of mouth or a warm leader introduction. Those aren't referrals, but if they're a true referral, then they show up ready to buy. They've already identified their problem. They're looking for someone to solve it and you've been recommended to them. So you're the person they trust. So they're just easier to close. And I think that's the other top reason for why working by referrals, I think is so important. And I would agree with those reasons. That's why I do it. Um, let me ask you this. Let's, let's go to the other side of the coin. Why do people feel compelled to refer? What, why, why do people even refer other people to anything? You know, Thomas, if you look at the, the human dynamic and the psychology behind why a referral happens, it actually has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with a person who's actually receiving the referral. And I think a lot of advice out there has twisted that over the years to make it like people want to help you. Helping you is a bonus, right? The fact that you pick up a new piece of business is a bonus, but it's not the reason why anyone refers. The reason why someone refers is because they know of somebody who has a problem and they don't have to like be married to this person to know that they have a problem, right? These, these problems can come up in conver- you know, just casual conversations like, hey, I'm dealing with this, right? Or this is my issue or I'm, we're looking to do this. We're looking to buy a house, right? And so when those conversations come up, the person that's talking to them, that's going to say, Hey, go call Thomas. You've got to work with Thomas, right? They're doing it not really for Thomas, but for the person. In what we're doing on our referral sources, the people bringing us uh, referrals, then that is actually the benefit of what we're looking for um, when it comes to actually having a business that's sustained by referrals. It's, it's not about you. It's just yep. you. And it is about the person being referred to you as a problem and the person who's doing the referring, the referral source. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I, I people have asked me that question because, you know, I, I, co-lead uh, networking groups for the Chamber of Commerce here in San Diego. And, you know, what I share with people too is that they, um, you know, if I go see a great movie I, I, and I want somebody else to have that same good experience, I'm not doing it to send business necessarily to the theater. I want my <laughs> friend to ha- enjoy a good movie that I felt was worth their time to go see uh, or enjoy a great uh, dining experience at a restaurant. Um, and, and to your point, so the restaurateur benefits from that but that's not my number one goal when I'm sending that person the referral. Right. You know, it's like if your wife were to send you a referral, it's because of you. Yeah. But yeah. anybody else, it's not really because of you. Yeah. Not even mom. <laughs> right. Well, maybe, maybe your parents, maybe we can go with your parents and maybe we can go with your wife. But after that, you're kind of done. It's usually the other person. Yeah, well, actually, I was making an inside joke because in my world, my mom was a broker, so I wasn't getting Well, then, yeah, <laughs> it's totally different. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to um, ask you something that comes right off your website that I was reading about, and uh, I've enjoyed some of your videos, too. Um, and you talk about the four reasons why people do not receive a referral and, and what to do about it. Can we dive into that a little bit? Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, I think the very first reason why people don't receive referrals and 
And I think it's the one that makes me a contrarian to most of the advice that you're going to find out there is that I actually don't believe you should be asking for referrals. So I find when people ask for referrals, sometimes you will have a result, right? There are always going to be some that will have a result when they ask. And it's not, I'm not, it's not the first ask that I'm more concerned about for people. It's when you go back the fifth time and the 10th time and every time that you ever see anybody and that you're asking for referrals. And, and I know the advice is out there. If you have a problem, I mean, I've read all the books, I've seen all the stuff that's out there because I wanted to build a business based on referrals. That's why I started down my path. And this was years ago when I started a coaching practice and a business and productivity coaching practice. And I wanted to build my business on referrals and all the advice out there is to ask. And if you're not willing to ask, as the advice says, and you've got some head trash that you need to get over. And I was like, but there's still people not asking. So we can't all be wrong. We can't all have head trash. We're unwilling to kind of overcome. And so what I found is, is that the reality of it is, is when we're always asking, we're making it about us. We are. We're just asking about us. Now, you can teach me a script and there's lots of them out there. It'll show how I position it to not make it about me and to make it about helping somebody else. And Mm -hmm. I know that those are out there and I know that they work for some people. But what I teach people about why you don't ask and what you do instead is for the people who don't want to do that. Right. It's just another option for the people who are like, wait, I can get referrals and I don't have to ask. There's just another option. So that's the big reason why I tell people that they don't typically generate referrals is because they are asking. And if they are asking or they're not willing to ask, but they don't know what else to do. So they're not generating referrals either. But that's usually the the biggie. The big reason is, is that you're asking for referrals. Another one is that sometimes when you're paying for referrals, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. now I understand in the real estate world, that's different. So I used to be a realtor. So I understand how it works. In the real estate world, if you were to refer me a piece of business for someone moving from San Diego to Charlotte, right, and I was to work with them, then there would be a commission that would come back to you as a cut, right? But that's disclosed to the client up front, and it's signed mm-hmm. off on paperwork, and they know what's happening, right. and they understand how it works. Yeah. The, this, the ones where it's, it's standard kind of operating procedure within the industry and the ones where it's expected, I right. totally understand because it's disclosed. When it's disclosed to the buyer or to the person that you're working with that this is how it works, it's not a big deal. But it's those kickbacks that people don't always disclose. And I find that when you're paying for them, that also commoditizes the relationship. So when I ask you for referrals or I pay you for referrals, I've just commoditized our relationship. And that violates the actual ultimate reason why you would want to refer me, which is to help someone you know, not to help me make, you know, another buck. And so those are two really, really biggies. And then the other one that I find um, that people sometimes struggle with is, is that they have to be referable. And this is, I think this is one, right? I think this is like, uh, duh. You mean you can't be a jackass? No, you can't. Nobody likes jerks and nobody refers crappy work, right? right? And so, and what I think people don't understand about that when I say you have to be referable is most people say that. Every expert out says, be referable, do great work. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, yes, you better be referable and yes, you better do great work. And it is the thing I cannot help you with, right? When someone comes through one of my programs or works with me, I, I, you got to do the great work on your own. But what I'm talking about is having a a client experience that's not choppy. A client experience that is actually what I would refer to as sticky. And it's that sticky client experience that makes people want to refer you, right? And it's the people who, when they go through it, they know I'm more than just a number to this person that I'm working with. And a sticky client experience, it's, it's doing the work part of that work really well. But then it's also making sure that you're doing building the relationship part of that work. I tell folks it's a two part formula, right? A client experience, a sticky client experience has a two part formula. The first 
part is, and think about it like when you propose to your wife, right? So I'm going to assume that when you propose to your wife, you gave her a ring. I did. Okay. Most people do. Not everybody. Most people do, right? And as speaking from females, I know we appreciate the receiving of a ring when yeah. we are pr- proposed to. Yeah, so think did. about the work you do as the ring, right? In the proposal, right? So the work you do for your client is like the, it's like the ring. It's the hardware, right? But it's how you proposed, right? right? It's the packaging around how you proposed, whether you did it like my husband in a hot air balloon, or it came in a Tiffany blue box or whatever it is. That's the relationship piece. And so a sticky client experience needs the ring and it needs the packaging. It needs both to truly be a sticky client experience. You got to build the relationship through the packaging and you got to do great work. Mm. Right. As well as like buying the home or helping them sell the home or whatever it is, you've got to have both pieces. And so when your client experience is choppy, I may be okay working with you, but I'm sure as heck not going to send anybody else your way. Yeah, because that goes back to what I was saying about wanting people to have a good experience that you had. They don't refer satisfactory. They refer. Wow. Uh, and if you're not wowing them, you're probably not, you, 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 you got their business and you might get their repeat business down the road, but you're not going to get their advocacy. Right. And it's that wow factor that I think people understand and they know they need to give it. And then they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what does that look like? Do I have to spend a bunch of money? I'm like, it is not the welcome mat at the closing table. Like that's not what we're talking about yeah. for the wow factor. And what most people understand, don't understand is, is that if you're focused on building a relationship with your clients, sometimes it doesn't actually have to cost you any money to give them the wow factor. They right. just have to know you care. I mean, for me, when people would start working with me, you know, when I did, when I worked with a lot of different um, business owners as a business coach, you know, the first thing I would do when they said yes to working with me and they signed their paperwork and we got their payment stuff all set up is that they received a handwritten card from me in the mail that just said, hey, we're about to start, start on a journey and we're going to help you get to wherever you're trying to go and it's going to be messy and it's going to challenge you and you're not always going to like me and that's okay. You're not doing this alone. I'm your co-pilot. And that was a card with a stamp that I just had to write and mail out the door before their first coaching session with me. And that was a wow experience and it didn't cost me much, but it let them know, I see you. I recognize the work we're about to do together and you matter more than me. You matter to me more than just collecting dollars. Yeah. My, my uh, mentor who I've coached under for the last um, almost 20 years actually is uh, Brian Buffini. And, and, and he talks about, when you sit down to write a personal note, the first question you ask yourself is, how can I bless this person I'm about to send this note to? And so you really have to put some thought into it. And from what you just told me about that personal note, um, that, that has the wow factor in it because it's saying, I recognize um, something you might be fearful of, but I'm here for you. And, right. and, and I'm anticipating some of the things you're concerned about. Um, and, and by the way, just to jump back for a second, I love the analogy um, of the proposal, um, <laughs> the, the ring and the delivery of it, because that really made a concrete picture in my mind of what you're talking about here. So um, I thought that was a great analogy because a lot of people think the ring is enough. But if you, <laughs> you know, but if you botch the proposal, I mean, you know, because sales is like dating. I mean, it, it, it is. is. It is yes. so close to dating. It's crazy. I mean, you, you know, and it's. Um, you know, it's a, and that's why I related to that analogy because I've I've always thought of sales as dating. You know, and you don't want to you know you don't want to propose marriage on the first date, so you want to dive in to closing when you first meet a person. So, but and I know from watching some of your videos that 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 is um, that falls under some of the rookie mistakes people make 
when they're trying to work by referral. And I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about some of the mistakes you see people making when they're trying to generate referrals and what you do to kind of set them straight. Yes, but, but before Stacy answers that question, we need to go for our break, folks. And uh, uh, darn. Don't interrupt us. <laughs> I know, darn, Jonathan, you're just messing up our mojo. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's my purpose in this show. So. <laughs> uh, um, um, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. I've missed the show up. That's my purpose in life. But there we go. Um, back to um, Thomas, and um, hopefully Stacey will be able to answer his yeah. Well, I mean, questions. that's why it's helpful for you to have that beautiful English accent, Jonathan, because it sounds so it sounds so polite even when you interrupt us. <laughs> even when you're being rude, it's so nice. Just interrupt us again, please. <laughs> I do try and be polite, folks. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about rookie mistakes. What what do you see people doing wrong and and but more importantly, how do you how do you get them to change those habits? Yeah, you know, so one of the big rookie mistakes that I see people make and there's a lot of them and I kind of highlight a couple and you know, the reality of it is is I always tell folks what I teach is not rocket science. You just probably haven't thought about it mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and, you know, and a lot of the, the experts that are out there when it comes to generating referrals, there's a lot of things that we believe um, that are the same, that are similar, right? But then there's some areas where we kind of deviate too. And I think one of the rookie mistakes that I always help people understand is, and that they have to kind of work their brain around to really grab onto is understanding that just because we're not going to ask for referrals doesn't mean we're going to do nothing, Right. But it also doesn't mean we're going to send out a bunch of third party cards every single month and consider our referral work done. Like, yeah. so there's a little bit more to it. And so one of the biggest rookie mistakes that I really see people make is there's like, okay, I, I'm not asking and I don't want to, you know, send out a card every single month to the same, you know, so many people saying, you know, let me know if you know of anybody, like, what else can I do? And, and I think a rookie mistake that people don't recognize is there is some work involved and you've got to have a system. You've got to have a process that you follow. And that's ultimately what I teach people is, okay, so what does this process, what does this system, what does this referral generating plan look like so that you can actually stay in close contact with your referral sources? But what I teach people and I see as another rookie mistake people make is that they confuse keeping in touch with staying top of mind. Mm. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, they're just two totally different things. And so a lot of systems that you can use, and I, I tell folks, you know, tools aren't necessarily the solution or tools alone aren't the solution to generating referrals. So people think about like sending out cards or notes or something like that. And they're like, oh, I got the solution. I've got this tool it's the solution. I'm like, no, you need a toolbox and you need a bunch of tools in there. And the, the, the cards you may send out that's generated by a third party, maybe one of them or the handwritten cards, maybe one of them, but it's not the only one because 
I don't need to stay, I don't need to just constantly stay in touch. What I need you to do is to have a, have a feeling towards me and is to have a relationship with me. And so I can only develop that relationship with you if I have some ongoing outreach or some ongoing connection to you. And I deliver that with the program that I teach through touch points. But these touch points aren't something that somebody else gets to do for you. Right. And that's where I tell folks, there's work involved. There is, but yeah. trust me, this work is so much better than cold calling or farming a neighborhood, yeah. right? And it should be cheaper, which is even better. Um, but it's having a system and having a process so that you are actually connecting with your referral sources in a way that you probably haven't paid attention to before to truly focus on building relationships and doing that in a way to stay top of mind. It's not about staying in touch. I can mail you or email you just about anything and kind of stay in touch, but I want to stay top of mind. I want to reside in a place in your mind right? that is more than just one of in your case, Thomas, the thousand realtors you happen to know in San Diego. I want to be yeah. the, the, yeah. the only realtor, right? I want to be the only person who comes to mind. And so you have to stay top of mind in that way, which means it all, it's all comes down to the relationship that we form. So my philosophy is really simple. I always tell folks that referrals come from relationships. Relationships come or are maintained through ongoing connections, right? And you can deliver those connections through touch points. And so it's not difficult. You just got to build a plan and a system around it so that you can actually be meaningful and memorable to your referral sources. And just sending a card every month isn't going to cut it. Okay. Um, so, so basically one of the big rookie mistakes is not having a plan and, uh, or, or they're, they're inconsistent with their plan <laughs> at best. And so what you're helping people do is have a, um, plethora of tools to use that they kind of, um, would you say that they use them all on every person or are they picking and choosing the appropriate ones because they know that client is needs su something that that client over there doesn't need. So you're, are you customizing it or how does it work? Yeah. In, so in database. Yeah, absolutely. So the way that, um, when people are with my growth by referrals program, the way that it works is, is that we are looking at only your referral sources. Now we have another system that we kind of use within the program that says, okay, you want more referral sources, right? So referral sources are someone who has okay. referred you. We also have what we refer to as soon to be referral sources. Right. So those okay. that we want referring us, the reality is not all of your clients are going to refer you. Right. Okay. They're just not right. They're so we're in even that 20 to 30% that probably will. So we're focused on your referral sources or soon to be referral sources. And we are categorizing them and grouping them in specific ways for specific reasons. And then we're delivering those, that touch point, those touch points or that outreach to those groups, because that's how we're actually able to automate it in some way so that we can actually manage it, but mm -hmm. it's still personal. Okay. There's still a personal touch to everything we do, but it does allow us when we kind of group some things together and we automate some pieces of it, it just makes it more manageable because, you know, and I always tell folks when, if they do the, a referral generating plan the right way, and it actually has some memorable and meaningful, meaningful touch points within it, like throughout the year, there's months when you're not actually having to do anything. Right, you're not having right. to drive by and drop off, you know, or like drive by and see somebody or mail a card or every single month, you actually can do things that have a bigger deal that let you do less throughout the year. Right. Uh, like, like, for example, I just threw a gratitude gathering last week, um, a pre Thanksgiving party for my best clients and referral sources. And so I had 70 people that are my greatest advocates show up. And yep. so instead of going to 70 different houses, they all came to me. <laughs> yes. one, one event, bigger impact. Yes. Um, 
but I love what you said because you corrected me. I'm, my mindset was, okay, I'm, I'm doing this to my entire database. No, I'm doing this to my referral sources within the database. But then that begs the question, okay, there, in my mind, there's two people then. There's the obvious people that refer me because they're already doing it. And then, but those soon-to-be ones, how do you identify the ones that are soon-to-be versus the ones that never will, not because they don't want to, it's just they're not wired to refer? Right. And so I always tell folks, there are some people who never will, so you just got to move on. (laughs) You just can't beat yourself up about the six. But there are other people that you know. So you mentioned my blog earlier. There is a blog article on um, on the on the blog that's called um, when you need more referral sources. So increasing your referral sources and it walks you through some steps and there's an activity you can download that'll walk you through the four steps of what it looks like to actually say, okay, I need more referral sources. Now these would be more from center of influence because clients are really just easier to turn them into referral sources, but these would be more for centers of influence, but it works the same way for clients. And it starts with identifying, well, who are those people in your database Mm -hmm. that are natural connectors that seem to know a lot of people? that aren't completely shy and introverted, though some of my better referral partners are shy and introverted. So there's nothing, it's not a personality thing, but it's easier sometimes to identify the people who just seem to be a little bit more connected, who just seem to be a little bit more out there, like, you know, they're on chamber boards and things like that, right? right? But they may not be referring you yet. And it's, it's kind of like cultivating those people and putting them through the same process and plan. Now, I always tell folks, the secret sauce for me is the referral planting seed language that I teach people to use during all those touch points. Like what do we say? So we're never asking, but that we're planting the seed to generate more referrals. And that language I think is the critical piece. It's kind of that secret sauce. So the language we would use to those soon to be referral sources would look different from someone who's actually referred us because we would say different things. Um, but you can still kind of take them through that same process, but it truly starts by trial and error. I mean, it truly starts by looking at your database and saying, okay, are there people in this database that are really well connected that I should probably be cultivating a better relationship with to be able to see if I can generate referrals from them. And so like I have a group right now that's going through, they just joined the program right before Thanksgiving and they're going through five weeks of guided support with me to get through the program and have their referral plan done before Christmas. And so the, the, what they're looking at is the exact same thing. They're like, okay, we've got these referral sources. And then we have these people we want to be referral sources, but they're putting them all in the same plan and running them through. They're just applying different language. Um, okay. And we do that on an ongoing basis. Cause I always tell folks like, I think it's great if you join my program or you read any of my information that's free on the website and you pick up a couple of referrals. I think that's awesome. But actually what I'm most interested in is how many referrals you're still generating, not three months from now, but how many referrals you're generating three years from now, because that is how you build true sustainability and success and freedom in your business. Yep. No, I agree. um, To steal a phrase from Brian, it's uh, Brian Buffini. It's uh, Mm -hmm. recession proofing your business, which I unfortunately got to see firsthand uh, from 06 to about uh, to 2011, because uh, if it wasn't for referrals, um, I don't know if my business would have survived if I was just buying leads or doing some of the um, more transactional type things that realtors do to generate business. So, but what you're talking about then is tapping into, like for me, for example, that would be me tapping into people that are prone to refer that may be like a, an attorney or an architect or um, a property management company, people that are already out, um, not only um, active in their networks, but they're, they're also um, connected to people I want to get connected to. Right. Um, but it's, 
I think we should be clear. This is not just a technique for, for, for if somebody to use. You have to, in your heart of hearts, got to want to <laughs> create these relationships with people. Yes. Or they're going to see right through you, right? I mean, you can't yes. teach somebody to have a personality. Um, they got to have a, a desire um, to, to be in this mindset of, um, and, and I, w- I would get, venture to say it's a giver's gain mindset where, you know, you're, yes. you're not just taking from these folks. You're, you're, you're offering them something, and I would say first. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's the mindset you always have to come from. And I think that's when I tell folks when they kind of land and find me, I'm like, here's what I'm all about. Right. I think you can generate referrals without asking, without manipulation and being authentic. But Mm. that authentic piece of who you are has to be one that actually cares. Right. (laughs) So the, the person who's only in it for themselves, this process, it will ultimately not work because there's no, there's not, you're not being genuine. And I think that's the piece that people are kind of attracted to my program for and kind of attracted to the work that I do because they do feel like I'm only interested in you being genuine and you doing this for the right reasons. And the fact that your business is going to grow from it is awesome. But ultimately we start with like the goal, one of those golden rules of referrals. I always tell us, I always teach people is give first. Make it about the other person. You've got to give first. And I think that's where Brian Buffini and I are completely in alignment in terms of what this looks like. It's, it is all about the other person and how you can make their world better because it does come back around and givers do receive and they do gain. And so, and it makes the world a better place. Like I'd rather wake up every day and be given to other people knowing that's going to come back to me in other ways as well. And so, yes, it, you have to come from the right place for this to work. Um, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong that you want to generate referrals and that is right. ultimately what you're after. But what it right. means is that you're putting other people first and you're being authentic and you're being genuine. And I think that matters um, because we need more of that in the world. We don't need anything that's more fake. <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of, we probably should have done this at the top of the show, but I wanted to dive into how this all got started for you. Like how, yeah. how did, how did, how did you come up with wanting to put together a formal website and training um, growth by referrals? Uh, where did that evolve from? Yes. Yeah, I'm so- going to do it again. I'm sorry. <gasps> I see. Jonathan. Um, uh, we're going to have to go for, uh, to wrap this up, Thomas. And Stacey can reply to this uh, on our bonus content. Oh. To find Jonathan's the king of the cliffhanger. So, <laughs> folks, if you want to find out the answer to this and a couple other questions we're going to ask Stacey, you, you got to jump off of uh, iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and join us on YouTube now. Um, but for the purpose of our podcast, uh, Stacey, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us today. And uh, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so they can go to growthbyreferrals.com. And I actually have a page that I will put up for them. They can find a lot of the stuff you've talked about today. They'll find it on one page, make it easy for them to find. It'll be growthbyreferrals.com forward slash mail right. Nice. And then that page will have all their information. There's a quiz they can take. They can join my free referrals without asking Facebook group and get some more downloads, some freebies. Everything's free on that page. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, and Jonathan, if people wanted to uh, take advantage of your services, uh, how would they do that? Oh, it's really easy. <clears throat> Go to the Mail Right website. We've got a ton of information, all the podcasts, video, and just got a load of information. And also we've started a Facebook group, which um, I've got to discuss with Thomas, but we um, get that rolling a bit, where we're going to be answering your questions getting more interactive with our listeners 
Nice. Yeah, I just got invited to that myself. No, I mean, it's right to there, Thomas. Yeah. Um, and of course, if uh, you need help, uh, whether it's uh, with buying or selling or just great advice or getting connected to the right people, I am a connector here in San Diego, California. I'm Thomas J. Nelson, a residential realtor with Big Block Realty, and I'm never too busy for your referrals. And now, folks, I'll say goodbye to you um, on behalf of Jonathan and Stacy. Thanks for joining us. Um, but if you want to learn more about working by referral without asking, join us on YouTube right now. And for our listeners, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.